When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, we are here. We are back with another episode of my favorite episode of today. We have Morgan of Fame Podcast uh, Mediocrity, Maximum Mediocrity, Maximum Mediocrity, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it sounds amazing. She's gonna plug it in the beginning. Our last week's guest plugged it as well, David. But <laughs> this week we have Morgan, the other co-host of that. So we are doing season nine, episode two, <laughs> called. The Voice. Seinfeld. Of Seinfeld. Oh, my God. We are <laughs> Of any show. Place. Season 9, episode 2 of any show. No, it's of Seinfeld, which is an amazing <laughs> choice. This is what happens when they let me do the intro. <laughs> I can't even tell. What are Hello. we talking about first? Her po- podcast or the episode? Uh, we're going to let her plug the Wait, podcast. You said that, and then you're like, and now we're going to talk about season 9. <laughs> oh. Well, she could just do it all at once. She's got it. Hello, oh. Morgan. Yeah, welcome. Oh, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Seriously. So I'm Morgan with the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we interview people who aren't famous but should be. Love it. They always have great passions that they're into, the people that we uh, interview that are good at articulating what they do. We like to get drunk with them and see what happens. Are you always drinking during it? Almost always. Love that. So you record at night. If we did night, I would be drinking on this. We would probably be drunk all the time. Yeah. Uh, No, we are just smashed at two in the afternoon on Saturday. Oh, I love that. The first time I did this podcast as just a guest, I was drinking during it because I was like, yeah, I'm nervous as hell. So I'm going to have to be drinking beers at 11 on a Sunday. It's totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) We have alcohol back here if you want to grab a drink. We probably should. We could, we could totally drink today. Why didn't we do that? Yeah, we could have. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Today's so the first time we're not recording on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So you should feel honored. <laughs> You're our first, uh, well, actually third, right? Saturday recording. So so we are doing The Voice, and it was a hilarious episode. An amazing choice. I agree. So were you between a bunch of episodes for Seinfeld? No. Th- I love the decisiveness. Tell us why it's your favorite. Let me ask you a question. Wow. Mm-hmm. How far are you willing to go for comedy? (laughs) Pretty far. Yeah. Are you ready to risk everything, even the relationship that you have right now with your significant (laughs) other? I know, right? Jerry's crazy. (laughs) So good. I love this episode. That's my favorite part. It follows around three other people and their little stories that they have going on. But Jerry's is the best. Yeah. I've watched a lot of Seinfeld. Is Jerry always the A-plot? Is it ever like... Elaine's leading the episode. It's usually like, in my opinion, I think Jerry's A, Elaine's B. Yeah. Sometimes George's B, but a lot of the time it's just Elaine's B. Yeah. And then Kramer is just scattered throughout whenever there's a need for comic relief. Right. Why don't you tell everyone what this episode specifically is about? Because I think for the most part, everyone has an idea of what the show Seinfeld is about, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like, especially people in like our 
error of like it was always on TV. So yeah. like even if like nothing was on and you didn't even get the jokes, like you were still watching it. Like everyone, it's such a big show that I feel like if you don't know what Seinfeld is, like please slide through our DMs and tell us <laughs> so we can call you out on the next podcast because that's crazy. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very much like it was a dinner show for me and my family. My yep. dad loved it, so we watched it at dinner. It was, syndication is insane. Same here. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it starts <laughs> off with Jerry and uh, George in the apartment, and. They're just doing the voice that they came up with about <laughs> Jerry's current girlfriend. She was asleep, and Jerry was there and looked down at her belly button and just thought, wouldn't it be funny if her belly button could talk? <laughs> and her, the belly button sounds a little like, hello. He's kind of like Mrs. Doubtfire-ish. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Yes. Yeah. Great reference. Yeah. I watched Mrs. Doubtfire really late in life, so it's yeah. an excellent, it really excellent is. film. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I do love a good bit between friends because you kind of come into this episode and the bit is already happening. Like Mm -hmm. Elaine comes in and is like, what is this about? Like, tell me now. Because they're already full in on this bit and Elaine's like, okay, what is it? Tell me. So the belly button just has its own little voice and he walks around and does it to everybody. He thinks it's the best. And this really resonates with me because I'm that person. Yeah. I have those jokes. Right. I have this never-ending joke that just... Nobody thinks it's funny, but it's for me now. Yeah. Don't know when a joke dies. No, I'm always fully aware when it's dead. <laughs> it, that's not what I'm concerned about. Okay. I still think it's funny. Nice. <laughs> There's stuff that me and Kathleen reference from like seventh grade seventh that we still grade. think is funny. Last week I did that thing and you were like, holy <laughs> shit. Like it was just a like a body movement we used to do back in the day it was so fucking stupid and i did it and her eyes were like whoa it's like yeah yeah there's just like always those <laughs> those things that like you're always gonna think it's funny and yeah i don't give a fuck if no one else thinks they're funny because yeah. i think they're funny screw them that's what this whole episode is about for me so the girlfriend eventually finds out and she's like it's me or the voice and so there's this long like contemplating he does on the beach and it's so dramatic but it's still really funny and uh he just looks up runs all the way to her apartment yeah and she says oh i guess you've made your choice and he says hello (laughs) (laughs) i know i actually wrote down as one of my notes like how funny that scene is where he's like sitting on that bench by the by the water and he's just like and it's playing like that music in the background (laughs) and he's thinking about the times he's had with her versus the time that he's spoken in that voice it's so funny It's really, really funny. Their relationship didn't seem like it was that deep yet. I, too, would have chosen the voice. If I were him, I wouldn't have told her it was her fucking belly buttons voice. He's like, she's like, you're calling me fat, basically. And he's like, no, 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 no. It's just it's just the belly buttons voice. Yeah. He's what does he say? He's like, no, it's like basically saying the Kool-Aid guy. And she's like, he's fat. It's mostly waterweight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love Jerry. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's like kind of known for being a dick a little bit, isn't he? Yeah, that's his whole for being a very particular man yeah i watch comedians in cars getting coffee i like that that's a do you ever see that joel Mm-mm. have you ever seen that morgan mm-hmm. yeah yes. it's good he just brings random celebrities mostly his friends and they a lot of comedians do and they go get coffee in a different car a different very fancy expensive car every time and they just talk it's a car that he sp- uh, picks specifically for that person a car that he thinks that that person that he's interviewed would like the most nice and i really appreciate that about jerry yeah put a lot of thought into what he was going to do. I think that Jerry is hot and I like him. Oh, spicy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, wow. Just there are times where I think Jerry's cute and then other times I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah. I don't know. 
I like a good middle-aged, oh, like, God. hot dad style. Oh, God. <laughs> I actually, like, kind of really love dudes with big noses. It's, like, kind of my thing. Okay. Something in my body is like, that's that's the one. Get them. Yeah. Touch that schnoz right there. Touch that schnoz. Can't show you a picture of my fiance then. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I was actually not ever a Seinfeld fan uh, in my life. I was actually one of those people that would like leave the room when it came on or oh like not watch it. Yeah, I know. I'm, I tr- feel She's like people worst. start hating me when I say that. Let me but guess. You like friends. <laughs> how'd you know? <laughs> no, but I was. what I was going to say is I actually was like laughing out loud at this episode that I think I have to give it another shot as like an adult. I compared it to something when I was like a kid and watched it and was like, this is stupid. I just like convinced myself my entire life that it was still stupid. But a lot of people like swear by this show. Like think it's like the absolute fucking best show. I hear that a lot, actually. You're not the first person that told me that you hated Seinfeld, but upon revisiting it, found that you liked it. Mm -hmm. I read like people like to say it's a show. It's a show about nothing. But to Larry, David and him, it's a show about what makes things funny and what comedians how comedians get their stand-ups and build things into like because a lot of comedians just pick on ordinary things and then they dive into them and that's what makes what makes things funny basically yes so so it's the complete opposite of nothing but again it's like nothing (laughs) like it's the ordinary so we talked about jerry's situation in this episode let's get into elaine's situation in this episode elaine's situation is very sad if you ask me (laughs) elaine uh runs into her ex-boyfriend the old bump into move yeah and she just continually slides back and breaks up they get together they break up in the episode like a bunch of times while Jerry's betting money. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. She's betting against herself the whole time. She just keeps doing it. She could easily just not. She's paying 50 bucks every 10 minutes. I love at the very end when she's like, do you have $50? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Julia Louis-Dreyfus. If anything, I could watch Seinfeld for her. She I actually, would watch her. T- I would follow her to the end of the She year. reminds me of you. Wow. That's oh. the highest compliment I, I could ever get. I love you. It's the hair. <laughs> Did you ever watch Old Adventures of New Christine? No, I did That's not. another, like, dinner time show that me and my family watched. I love that. And then I'm a Veep girl, so. I've watched, like, one episode, but I would really enjoy getting into it. Veep is an all-time for me. It's so well done, and it's just her being a complete savage. Like, an absolute savage. Every other word out of her mouth is, like, cunt. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so awesome. I love it. Something about the word cunt is just really satisfying. Me, I, I think it's those that. Hard, hard consonants. consonants. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Big time. I liked when they first see Elaine's ex-boyfriend in uh, the restaurant that they're in. And they're like, oh, there's Putty. And she's like, my Putty? But we broke up. And Jerry's like, and he continues to live. (laughs) Such a good line. I feel that way, too. When I break up with someone, why don't they just fall off the face of the planet? They've seen me naked and they met my mother. They're not allowed. (laughs) Yeah, her her boyfriend, Putty is his name. He's like every voice. He's Joe from Family Guy. Oh, yeah. And he's Kronk. Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, he's he's the voice, basically. Yeah. And, and the episode's called The Voice. <laughs> <laughs> she ends up, like, sleeping with him the very first time, and then she comes back to, uh, she goes to Jerry's house, and she's in the same outfit from yesterday. He was like, like, what were you just doing? And she was like, oh, I was out with a friend. And he was oh, like, nothing. he was like, George? And she was like, no. And he was like, well, I was here, so that's everyone. <laughs> and I was like, man, I can relate to that so hard. <laughs> Getting exposed for the walk of shame <laughs> is so good. She could have totally gone home. Yeah, That's my yeah. thing. She didn't have to get found out. 
I love a good like open door policy, like comparing it to friends, like everyone just walking in and out of everybody's uh, apartment. I love that like friendship when you grow yep. up. You're like, I want to have that. I yep. want I want every single one of my friends to just be walking through my doors mm-hmm. on a constant loop. Yeah, agreed. makes me jealous. I think George's story is the best, uh, the second best story of the whole show. Oh yeah, it's fucking hilarious storyline. Because I feel like we can all relate to maybe telling a lie. And it gets a little bigger than you were ready for it to be. <laughs> and then you get found out. But so he has no shame. Absolutely no. no shame. No. The older I get, the more I think I might actually just be George Costanza. <laughs> so why don't you give a recap of what's going on with George? So we have Jerry's situation, Elaine's situation, which is kind of crazy as we're breaking it down because it's only like a 30-minute episode. And it just seems like so much is going on for everybody. Um, but yeah, what's going on with George? George just got found out at work for lying about being handicapped. He said that he was in a wheelchair uh, in previous episodes, and they found him out. And they're hazing him until he leaves, essentially. And no matter what they throw at him, they even block off his door, and he gets in. Hello, Marjorie. George Costanza. How are you, sweetheart? Listen, could you give Mr. Tomasulo a message for me? Yes. If he needs me, tell him I'm in my office! He wants it known that he got in there. So why, like, they mentioned the handicapped bathroom. He got it all to himself. Is that one of the big reasons he lied about it? Yes, it is nearly the entire reason. Yeah. yeah. So so he's lying to be handicapped, so he had his own bathroom, the handicapped bathroom. Ah, yes. Which is an insane thing. Uh, No, I can totally relate. I don't know what you mean. As a person that regularly poops in porta-potties, I can relate to having my very own... (sighs) wishing that I had my very own bathroom. Can you go into a little more detail why that's a thing? I'm an electrician. Okay. Sometimes the customers think they're all fancy-dancy and we're not allowed to use their bathrooms. I can't even barely pee in a fucking porter potty. The one time I tried to squat in one and I peed all over my jeans. Yeah. And then I had to walk out in front of everyone. When we go to (laughs) when we go to Firefly, (laughs) it's like all weekend is porter potties and it fucking sucks. Dude, it sucks so bad. Those things are nasty. Better yet, just get yourself a diaper. (laughs) Yeah, might as well. And then lastly, I guess we'll get into Kramer's story, which is like He's just like every, your everyday it's, con yeah, man, like just, lovable yes. con man. He's finally come up with the greatest invention of all, the rubber bladder for the tankers, which inevitably doesn't work. He gets this intern. Yeah. He gets them um, to make phone calls that are absolutely useless. And they get this rubber ball from George's work because George works at a playhouse kind of thing. Have all different sorts of balls and such that you can do whatever the fuck you want, I guess. And they fill up this balloon full of oil. And they take it to George's work, and they're going to test it out. They're going to drop it out the window. And down below, right before they uh, drop the ball, they see that Jerry's girlfriend, who he just got back with, called and was like, look, babe, I'm going to give up the voice for you. So Jerry's trying to get her attention from the window above, says, hello. She says, I'm not going to look up for that voice. I'm not going to do it. Ball of oil land right on she would have died like yeah. literally if that died. ball of oil fell directly on her head it's an g- amazing full circle moment because she won't look up for it so so we kind of skipped over the fact that mid-episode he breaks up with her and chooses the voice but then everybody the rest of the cast is like oh fuck we're still doing that voice like mm, it's beat it's beat <laughs> so then that's why he gets back with her because he's like well if we're not doing the voice anymore but even when he's getting back with her, he's like, we're sure we're not doing the voice. We're sure we're not going to keep doing the voice. And they're all like, nah, it's done. It's done. So then it's a f- good full circle moment of him just trying to get her attention. He's not meaning to do the voice. He's just like trying to be loud and like yes. get her attention. And she's like, I'm not looking up. It's like, 
Which well, she'd be dead. T- there was one quote that made me laugh really hard, and it's when Kramer's like, I guess we'll call him like his secretary, right? Mm-hmm. They're all um, at that one restaurant. I guess that they're they're always at that restaurant. Uh, monks. Yeah. Kramer gets there late, so he sits down, and it's Jerry Kramer, the secretary, and and uh, George, and he's like, all right, so like, what did I miss? And he's like, Mr. Seinfeld went to the bathroom, and Mr. Costanza <laughs> stuck his hands in his drink, grabbed ice to wash up, and then looked at me and said, "This never happened." <laughs> <laughs> That is like, so good. And it's like as Jerry's drinking his water and he just spits <laughs> it back in the cup. <laughs> it was a really, really good episode to pick. It was really funny. All right, cool. We're going to jump into Where Are They Now? All right. <laughs> All right. So you're going to name their most notable uh, credits since Seinfeld, which is a long time. Jerry. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that Jerry, I, I'm sure he made some sort of stand-up after this. I actually don't. Uh, he's doing uh, uh, Comedians in Cars or People in Cars, whatever that show's yeah. called. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's that's pretty much the yeah. one. I feel like that's what he's coffee. doing. I'm sure he's donating to charity. Yeah, he's been in Curb and... Um, the Bee Movie. Like the I B wish movie? I could have got into that, but I really just didn't get into Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Friend of the podcast, Brian Kelly, <laughs> chose that and ever since since then i've seen multiple I, that was the first episode i ever watched and since then i've seen a bunch i like them elaine Ooh, uh, <laughs> elaine's been in beep she had breast cancer oh she's in this she's in this upcoming movie with uh will ferrell called some garbage um i actually i'm sorry i don't know what it's called but how <laughs> fucking dare you that's my girl i just said she's my fucking girl garbage <laughs> now it's but called it's downhill like, it's like one of the. It oh, no. looks like one yeah. of those movies where there's some like relationship drama, but they end up falling back in love with each other because they're a little older and they fell out of love with each other. That's what how it came off to me just looking at like pictures from her Instagram because I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. also starred in Onward, which is a new Pixar movie that was released in early 2020. Uh, Arrested Development, A Bug's Life, and The New Adventures of Old Christine. Yeah. Next, Cosmo Kramer, Michael Richards. Oh, man, he, he hasn't been doing anything, <laughs> anything since that incident in the early 2000s. Yeah, so he had Michael Richards show, which bombed. There was, like, I read up that there used to be, like, a Seinfeld curse, which is that anyone, any of the other characters who tried to start their own sitcom and th- where they were the lead failed until, of course, Julia Louis-Dreyfus kicked their well, ass it's up and she's down amazing. the street. But there was, like, a little racist incident caught on tape, so he's beat. Totally. Oh, man, have you ever seen that? No. I watched it, but I wouldn't watch it again. Lastly, George Costanza. I Where are you? <laughs> You're getting better. <laughs> yeah, you Actually just saw him in The Amazing Mrs. Maisel. I, like, heard the voice before I saw his face. So I was like, where, where is he at? Yeah. Jason Alexander is literally the girl version of, what's that chick's name in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel from uh, Hillary... Uh, or the Lizzie McGuire movie, the oh, the teacher and uh, Miss. Oh shit! She um, they are like the girl and boy versions of each other. Yeah, Again, I don't name? know why I bring this shit up when I don't know. She the plays names. like Mrs. Miss Mrs. Swan on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Anyway, Jason Alexander also plays like an iconic Criminal Minds killer. Like Ooh. one of the, one of the best episodes I've seen really? is, is a Jason Alexander episode. Yeah. It's crazy. And I love I Criminal like, Minds. I so. love Criminal Minds. Do you love uh, Doctor Reed? Boy, do I. Oh, my God. That Kidding man me? is dreamy. I know. 100%. And he also is doing the voice of someone in the new Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> Doesn't say who. Fancy. Someone. Someone. Yeah, so mis- keep your mystery. ear out. Mystery. <laughs> so, in all, J- 
Jerry's doing great. Elaine's doing great. Everybody else. Eh. Yeah. yeah. They're living. Yeah. Jason Alexander's fine. Okay, now we're going to jump into the quiz. You ready? As our listeners know, we do a new segment where we do a quiz on the show that our guests had picked. Um, and they have the opportunity to phone a friend, a.k.a. Kathleen, that's yep. sitting next to them, if oh. they don't know the answer. <laughs> so, let's get started. Question number one. What Seinfeld writer voiced George's boss... George Steinbrenner on and off throughout seasons five through nine. Oh, I don't think it was Larry. You don't? Oh, oh, so it's Larry David? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Are you sure you don't? <laughs> that's who I was going to say. That, the that's like the only correct. one I know, like off the top of my head. Yep, that's correct. Question number two. When Kramer and George's dad create a chest support garment, they're torn between the name of Mansier and what? Oh man, I can like see that in my in my mind that episode of George's father trying on the bra and it causes the destruction of his marriage. I don't know what it's Kathleen. Called. Uh, uh, can you repeat the question? No, oh my god, I can no. barely say I the one word in there. Know. The bro, the bro, the Got bro. It. Love it. Question number three: What is the name of Kramer's attorney who is a parody of Johnny Cochran? I don't know. I'll be I don't know. Kathleen. Jackie Chili's. Tiles. <laughs> Holy fuck, this is <laughs> This is way harder than I thought I it was gonna be. I can't read. I think you'll get this actually. Okay. The next one. Yeah. Complete the quote for number four. The Festivus for The Rest of Us. Ding ding ding. Bang. December. I might have even gotten of that gotten that one. Uh, December twenty. I would have gotten that one. I don't even watch the show. I feel like that's posted everywhere. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> Question number five. What TV show set does Kramer find in a dumpster and rebuild in his apartment? Man. Is it a real TV show? Yeah, I think so. Do you know the show, Julie? Like, would you recognize the show? No, okay. that's why I didn't so answer when you said, is it a real TV show? Because uh, I, I had no idea. Uh, the something Cochran show? Something like that? No. I have no clue. What is it? Let's hear it. The Merv Griffin show. There it is. Merv Griffin. Cool. I don't know if that's real, but it sounds kind of real, doesn't it? It's definitely... <laughs> It's Definitely real. Sounds. All right. So one last question. Oh. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was six. <laughs> no. Question number six. Who is the first of the main cast to lose the infamous no masturbation bet? Elaine. Kramer. Oh, right? No? Oh, he leave, He left right after the bet. But the next person was Elaine. And that wraps it up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that was good. You got about 33%. Yeah. You did. Good job. 33.33%. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You are so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So that wraps it up for today. Thank you very much, Morgan, for joining us. It's been an amazing episode. We love Seinfeld. I want to watch it start to finish. You should. I, I want to. I started watching it after a terrible breakup, and I just wanted to go back to how I felt when I was watching TV with my family at dinner time. Oh. And I just really love Seinfeld for taking me back to those moments in wow. my life. That is yes. really sweet. Love it. Love it. I wonder what I, I would probably pick, like, Simpsons if I wanted to go back. <laughs> that's what we watched at dinner. Oh, that's <laughs> Weird good. family. I love that, and, the premise of that. That's yeah, sweet. I love that, too. Honestly, Seinfeld reminds me of, like, being young, and this is going to make me sound like I don't like it, but I do, but it reminds me of, like, Sunday nights, and I'm, like, dreading going to school the next day, because I'm, yeah. like, just, like, watching TV with my family when I'm young. You know what I mean? It's yeah. such a weird, but I, but I do uh, like yes. it. Yeah, even though that's not necessarily a good memory, like, dreading school the next day. <laughs> that's okay. Didn't it play 
all week though. All week, literally. But yeah, but I'm. Th- it makes me feel like a Sunday. I feel. Like, I see what you mean. I yeah. see what you mean. Thanks again for coming, Morgan. Thank you, Morgan, for, for coming on. Thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning tune in tune next me. week for another episode. <laughs>This has been My Favorite Episode Of. My Favorite Episode Of is produced by Matt Kelly as part of the Geekscape Network and hosted by Julie and Kathleen. Check out our show notes for all of our socials and email us at myfavoriteepisodepodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll be back next week with another episode of My Favorite Episode Of. listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.